file hearings where the GOP senators run the nominee through the ringer? Hard to see how. With McConnell's statement on Saturday night, the chance for Republicans to win on the court nomination becomes remote, refusing to even take part in the process, even though that process could have easily yielded the GOP's desired result, hands Obama and Senate Democrats a political cudgel to bash the GOP. It's an unforced error by Senate Republicans that will be difficult to mop up and one that could cost them at the ballot box in November. From the politics section of the Washington Post, debate rips open GOP wounds and party risks tearing itself apart by Robert Costa and Philip Rucker. In an election that Republicans have long seen as a chance to put forward new stars with a fresh and broadly appealing conservative vision, the GOP is instead at risk of tearing itself apart over its past as it heads into the thick of the primary season. A day after a debate marked by a series of personal, petty exchanges, and a day before former President George W. Bush was set to make a high-profile return to the national scene, Republicans were grappling with their core beliefs on a host of issues, as well as the image they were broadcasting to the country. The infighting was ignited at the debate Saturday night by frontrunner Donald Trump, who was unrelenting in his criticism of both how well the 43rd president kept America safe before and after the September 11, 2001 attacks, and of the hawkish Republican worldview in general. The foreign policy fracas is only the latest row among 2016 candidates over many of the basic tenets that have guided Republican and conservative thinking since the Reagan years, from free trade to the extent to which the federal government should be involved in providing health care for its poorest citizens. Trump reiterated threats to use tariffs on imported goods to punish corporations that leave the United States, while Ohio Governor John Kasich defended his decision to accept an expansion of Medicaid in his state as a humane step in line with conservative goals. The increasingly harsh discussions of these and other issues amount to an existential crisis within the Republican Party and reflect the growing influence of non-ideological populist voters who have flocked in particular to Trump's nationalist Make America Great Again message. Trump was defiant and unapologetic Sunday, saying that he is a truth-teller and that the majority of Americans, weary of war, alienated by the political class, and thirsting for a populist revival, would heed his call. The war in Iraq has been a disaster, Trump said Sunday on CBS's Face the Nation. It started the chain of events that leads now to the migration, maybe the destruction of Europe. Bush started the war in Iraq. Am I supposed to be a big fan? Todd Harris, a senior advisor to Senator Marco Rubio of Florida, echoed the sentiment of many in the GOP when he said after the debate that Trump was at war with the Republican Party. So far, at least, it is a war that many Republicans are willing to wage alongside Trump. Fresh off his commanding win in the New Hampshire primary, a new poll released Sunday by CBS News showed Trump surging here ahead of Saturday's South Carolina primary. The survey showed Trump with a backing of 42% of Republican voters, more than double the support of his closest rival, Senator Ted Cruz of Texas. The poll was taken before the debate and the ensuing fallout, which many Republicans predicted would limit Trump's appeal going forward. Nevertheless, the coming weeks will test not only who is most popular in South Carolina, but whether the ties that have bound the GOP for a generation will unravel entirely. Senator Lindsey O. Graham, South Carolina, a supporter of Bush, said of Trump, This man accused George W. Bush of being a liar and suggested he should be impeached. This man embraces Russian President Vladimir Putin as a friend. The market in the Republican primary for people who believe that Putin's a good guy and W is a liar is pretty damn small. 
As confident as the Republican establishment is that voters will eventually turn against Trump for his apostasies and controversies, there is little evidence that they will. Still, other contenders are making their most concerted effort yet to stop him here, even though many top party officials and financiers are remaining on the sidelines and previous attempts to take down Trump have attained little. If the real estate magnate is able to win convincingly in South Carolina, he would enter the Super Tuesday states on March 1 with considerable strength in having endured a sustained assault. Despite the polls, Trump's competitors and their allies view South Carolina as perhaps their best opportunity to slow or stop Trump's march to the nomination. Bush, the former Florida governor, hopes to capitalize on the argument over his brother's legacy here, where polling suggests George W. Bush's popularity is extremely high among Republicans. The Bush brothers will appear together at a rally Monday night in North Charleston, where Graham predicted the crowd would cheer so wildly that the Richter scale would break. The escalation.